This is Neurodivergent Texan Podcast Your one-stop mystery meat shop of gore, wherein your two slack-jawed yokels, Michael Long Pig Benton, and Philip, uh, the other, other, other white meat Shadburn, guide you through our collection of video nasties, sci-fi movies, and slasher movie slash-x. From the blood-soaked shores of Crystal Lake to the even more blood-spattered bedrooms of Elm Street, this podcast leaves no factoids unmurdered. I'm Michael. I'm Philip. And uh, for the Halloween special this year, Philip and I got the gibbering and jabbering. Uh, and we decided that we would be discussing on this very episode, on a night much like even exactly this actual night, uh, the 1974 down-home horror movie classic, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But first, remember to like and subscribe uh, to us on the YouTube uh, so you don't miss out on our horror parodies like the one we opened up. Uh, for this week's uh, special and uh, all of our deep dive reviews just like and subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get the audio version of the podcast which is available everywhere also this week on our Patreon movie podcast now plus uh, we're continuing our favorite Halloween music with uh, with uh, what are we talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack one of the great uh, the great queer horror movie i would say and one of the all-time fucking just absolute fucking bangers of a uh, of, of a musical man i fucking love it so we're gonna be doing that over there on patreon.com forward slash pmtm only three dollars a month all right we got the business out of the way now we're gonna get into the real shit phil look people my co-host with the mo host right and hopefully he's not a spooky co-ghost because i can hear him but he's not in the room with me right now because his soul has been trapped in zoom yeah uh you could say i'm a spirit in the material world Mm mm-hmm yeah you're material ghoul yeah. <laughs> ghoul material. You're a material ghoul and you're in a material world. Uh, yeah. Doesn't rhyme as well, doesn't it? Eh, doesn't work. Oh, we'll have to figure it out one day. Not right now, though. Not right now. We'll finger it out later. Yeah. You know, because I can't hear you so well. You remember that shit from uh, like eighth grade? Yes. People would go, Twat? Oh, I can't hear you. We'll finger it out later. <laughs> oh, that's what all the cool kids would say. Yeah, to be honest, and we'd say it, and then we'd say, it, and people would be go, "Don't, don't be fucking." She'd be like, "Ooh, you're fucking stinky and shitty. You're a little fat Mexican, May, and uh, Philip, you're a little fat redneck who stutters." Ah, <laughs> uh, same shit. <laughs> Different turlet, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and ghouls, right? Or guys and ghouls, ladies and ghouls too. Everybody's invited on this exceedingly special heckoween episode of the POD stands for podcast <laughs> I was told by my brother he was like when you say POD I think of that band and I was like yeah I know that's a pun that's why we do it <laughs> that's why we do it and he was like why else would we say that but he is a branding guy and he was like yeah. well just maybe explain that every now and again and I was like all right fair enough when I say POD, it's a joke on when podcasters say on the pod, we say POD because we're... We're people on death. What is it again? It, it, um, it stands for... Payable on payable death? Payable on death, yeah. Oh, I don't interesting. Oh, what that means. I guess is Jesus had to sell himself. I wait, no, not sell himself, but Yeah, he had to sell himself. Mm-hmm. He had an OnlyFans. To, to the Romans. <laughs> to the Pharisees. Yeah. That's who to, he sold to himself to because they were changing money in the temple. Did you even read the fucking good book? 
Oh, I just was like, hey, daddy, tell me about the Bible. And he says, well, <laughs> these people's going to go to hell. These people's going to go to hell. You're going to hell. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hell. Shoots himself yeah, in the mouth. Going to hell. <laughs> it's just one big doomsday bullshit book. I don't know why I'm doing Oh, God. See, this is even scarier than the fucking movie we're here to discuss this week. I don't want to do it. Stop it. No more Bible talk. God damn it. No, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to talk about halloween it's the fuck we finally made it phil this is the yep. halloween special how you feeling about it uh pretty um feeling pretty Aww. i'm feeling pretty I, I think you should feel pretty and um i do i got a new button up halloween. it's nice do you see it you do, i like it you for pete's sake you mean it i love your button up it's uh it's red and uh like a lighter red has like a it's like plaidish it is plattish. Yeah. 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 It's Tiffany plattish. Um, <laughs> it would look like you would be um, at your cabin getting the fire stoked. Oh, just be one of those fucking like mask gays. You know? Yeah. Like those guys. I, she's like, oh, I can't rustic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big mustache. Big mustache. Burly and manly. But like power so, bottom. So like total power bottom. But like mask is f- oh man, I just love how people are exploring shit these days. I'm not a power bottom. I'm a fucking I'm a yeah. I'm, I'm like the power got cut off. Like ah. just average white boy verse guy. <laughs> average white boy summer. Yeah. Well, no, we're in it's the middle. Of, we're in <laughs> average white boy summer. It's any of our band. Yeah. Okay, if I can be the cool drummer, you'll you'll be the cool drummer, and I'll be the lame bass yes. player. Yes, you will be the lame, but the, the one who's like literally just playing the same note as the guitarist. <laughs> like he doesn't even. Yeah, like he's not he's not doing anything special with it. Yeah, no, sure. No, no, I'm just playing the basics, bro. That's all. Hey, it's called Average White Boy Summer. What do you What do you expect me to do? Genuinely, I'm not doing that. Genuinely, good point. Genuine, less Claypool. Get out of here. More like, more like, more. You know, better pool. I never yeah. got into less Claypool. I don't like like that. Like, like I'm a redneck on acid. Fucking I like shit. No, <laughs> I know. No. I know you do because you're a redneck on acid. Funky, okay. Funky, funky kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like it. I don't like funk. I it's like a redneck Timber. Uh, not not Tim Burton. Uh, who's the comp- God damn it. We just did a spe- we Danny just did Elfman. It's like a redneck Danny Elfman on bass. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So Phil, we're here to talk about Halloween. All right. By way of what we might be arguing on this episode is the great American horror film. Okay. Now, look, I've said for years that it is the uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original 1980 Nightmare on Elm Street. I love that movie. It is my favorite horror movie. And I've always wondered, is that the great American horror film or is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre the great American horror film, right? We're going to be talking about that. But first, let's talk about Halloween for a second. Phil, is this your favorite holiday? If so, why so? If not, why not? Uh, Yes, it's my favorite holiday. I love the atmosphere. I love the 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 slight chill and tingle in the air i get to watch a bunch of scary movies even though i do that already uh but it, it means more uh to do it in october um uh, this is the month where i eat more candy i've i've noticed that i have seen i've been yeah. witness to it you've seen my countertop <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it literally is nothing but snack cakes <laughs> yeah it really is like yeah, but after that. It will be. Oh, let's hope after this month you slow it down because there have been a few times I was over no. there where I was like, should I take Philip aside and talk to him for a minute? And then no. you'll be like, quit looking at what I'm eating. Well, if there's another song about fudge rounds, I might have to, you know, <laughs> go back to the Kroger's. Oh, so you're just you're just rebelling against. Uh, what was his name? 
Oliver Anthony? Anthony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you, Oliver Anthony. I'll show you what it's like <laughs> to be five foot eight and 600 pounds or whatever you said. I'll prove him. Oh, wait, I proved him right. Shit. Yeah, proved him right. Gosh darn it. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But yeah, dude, I'm with you. I love Halloween. It, 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 it is my favorite. It's my favorite time of the year. I don't like extremes, right? So I don't really like the dead of summer, especially in Georgia. Holy fucking balls. It's too much. It's too much. I also don't like, you know, uh, like, like the, like just the fucking bullshit month of like February because it's so cold and wet and dreary. It's, it's the worst. I really like for me. First couple of weeks of spring, first couple of weeks of uh, fall, that's where you find me at my most cheerful. Yeah. That's when I'm yeah. that's when it's I'm good. in my most Christmas spirit to be honest. I'm like uh, yeah, because when Christmas comes around, I'm I'm just a dang old grinch. Yeah, oh my god. Oh fucking boy, oh howdy. Like by the time Christmas comes around, I'm like it doesn't matter what's going on. I could have somebody in my life. I could have like just like a promise of a raise a christmas bonus it's still just i only get like one hour of sunlight a day and i spend it in an office building i'm miserable yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah i love heckaween we do have to stop saying halloween by the way that's a little too crass we're trying to clean it up a little bit for the fucking audience at home for the kids yeah yeah we're a PG pod. No, we're a G podcast. We're no, we're like sub G even. We're like, we're like, they don't even need to rate it. Like yeah. you wouldn't rate a shot of like, like a baby in a crib. You wouldn't be like, was this fucking NC 17? This baby's clothed. It's not making any noise. Nobody's kidnapping it. It's not even G. That's no. where we're headed with this podcast. Is it's just yep. gonna be me and Philip wearing our big baby diapers? <laughs> yep, doing baby talk. Just doing baby talk, baby talk podcast. Now we'll look out for yep. it. All right, you know it's, it's gonna you know it's, it's gonna be a big deal. Um, other ho- holidays, <sighs> Easter Sunday because he is risen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I mean, that that is, and Easter is a candy orientated. Um, holiday it's very orientated towards candy you know i do like the like the sugar eggs or whatever like the cheap wait like like cadbury eggs no 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 i thought you hated those white sugary kind of i'm still thinking of cadbury eggs there's no not cadbury eggs that they're just these cheap colored like they're almost like they try to look like an egg, but they're slightly malformed. And the inside is just like pure sugar. It's just a big sugar ball egg. Okay. I don't like almost like a jelly bean, but not jelly. You've, uh, you've seen these. Okay. I've seen them. You'll yeah, just have to show it's, me. It's old person candy. It's like the fucking taffy that you. Oh, well, then Would that sounds like fucking game? shit, and I don't want to talk about it on Heckoween special. This is not Easter podcast now. We aren't doing uh, the passion. No, we should be, and we will. Don't worry. Look out for late April, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, good Christians. <laughs> we will yeah. be talking about... Why do we do that intro, vid? That's going to be fucking sick, dude. It's going to be... And you know it's going to be you again getting crucified. Yes, <laughs> You're going to be Jesus. With my belly out. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you were supposed to be malnourished. I thought just just like stretch mark tummy Jesus, just burly <laughs> yeah. guy. You know, you can it's see like, the cigarette stain on his fingers yeah <laughs> that'd be great man yeah <laughs> hey i'm not any i'm not hey man i'm i'm not judging okay like lest you be judged i guess you'll be judas i always you know man i am kind of a judas like all totally. my friends give me that compliment i hope it's a compliment when they say michael you're such a judas you little judas Would you have friends if you're a judas though well, no, no. This is what my friends say to me uh, jokingly. Like, Michael, you're such a Judas before they uh, uh, totally stop hanging out with me entirely and shun me from their yeah. from uh, the social circles. Yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, but they're just goofballs. They'll come back. I know they will. They'll realize they were wrong and I'm not toxic. Um, my third favorite holiday after Easter Sunday would just be my mommy's birthday. 
Okay. <laughs> I like that. You know, where you can just go sit there and she's just like, she's just like, oh, wow, you haven't cut your hair. And you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Happy birthday. And she's just like, just, just you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's not the best. Mommy. Phil, what is your least favorite birthday? Hold on. Let me rephrase this question. What is your least favorite holiday? Is what okay. I mean. <laughs> like, ah, yes, Hitler, but, uh, holiday, let's see. Hitler would also be my least favorite birthday. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I'd say um, Hitler or Mark Wahlberg would be my like top okay. two worst birthdays. Okay. Okay. The uh, birth of both of them. Holiday? Yeah, least favorite holiday. Um, I guess would have to be like. This is going to sound unpatriotic. The 4th of July, I mean, it's cool. You have hot dogs and fireworks, but you don't get gifts. Well, no, you do get the gift. The ultimate gift. The gift gift of freedom, freedom. you fucking pooper. You're right. Um, I'm sorry. No, hold on. No, let's sit here for a minute. In judgment of Philip Shadburn, who, I'm sorry, you hate us for our freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. His name is Phil, my co-host. Yeah. All right, uh, fine. No, we get it. Phil's a fucking commie. I get it. All right, fine. To be honest, I'm kind of one too. Valentine's two. Day, but now like I, I've got a wife and stuff, so now I actually do stuff with it. What do you do with it? I don't know. Here, <laughs> here's a rose and chocolate. Oh, you're so corny. You're supposed to like blow her or something. I don't know. I'm gay, uh, yeah, but like whatever, but, like you fucking straights do. You're supposed to do that to yeah. her. Yeah. Hold her down. (laughs) No, I I don't mean like blow her penis she doesn't have. I mean like hold her down and blow her tum tum. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah, oh that does sound sweet. That does sound sweet. Okay, so moving right along. Um if I had a least favorite holiday though, it would be um it'd be Good Friday because I think it's like the worst name for a holiday. Well, Fridays are good. No, Fridays are great. But this is the Friday that they killed Jesus. <laughs> Why is I, that called I'm Good Friday? Good. Yeah, I know this is a hack bit probably from the 70s. But why is that a thing? Okay, also, if you're going to kill Jesus, wouldn't you do that on a Monday? Yeah, that's the worst day. It's the worst day of the week. He knows what's happening. You do it on a Friday. It's like, oh, I was going to go do fucking shots out of, you know, girls' belly buttons at the fucking cool-ass fucking new fucking club that just opened up. And now, oh, uh, there's the first nail. Here's the second one. Like, not fair, Romans. You pieces of fucking work. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's that's my... uh, it's my new bit I'm working on. It's like, what's the deal with Good Friday? <laughs> yeah. It should be called fucking pretty, pretty gosh darn awful Friday is what it should be called. Yeah. Like something I can take around to all the, like those weird mega churches. <laughs> yeah. Where everybody's sitting there just like hoping nobody points out the fact that they're closet gay and kicks them out of their community. Breaks my heart. Um. Anyways, look, today we're talking about what is probably the great American horror film. And here's why great fucking name, Texas chainsaw massacre. That's a fucking name, Phil. That's a name. It's like, yeah, it's, it's in Texas, which we know already scary chainsaw, which are cool, but scary and massacre, which is pretty scary. And you know what? The, it, the, the the title starts with the and the is a really important um it's an article yeah and it's important because like if, imagine if it was called some texas chainsaw massacre you're like oh this is non-committal fuck it yeah or uh Ch- texas chainsaw massacre you're like i don't understand that's just it's it's like a weird article to use the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is not your daddy's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is the only fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The name fucking rips. And we get a great fucking slasher character out of this movie. Leatherface. Oh, Leatherface. Yeah. Who did you think I was talking about? 
Um, prune face from Dick Tracy. Yeah, or flat top. I like him too. Or what was his name? Eighty eight keys or whatever. <laughs> uh, there was eighty eight keys, and there was mumbles. It was mumbles. Dustin. Yeah. 88 keys, 88 keys, 88 keys. Right. Big boy did it, big boy did it. <laughs> big boy did it, big boy did it. Boy did it. Dude, my we, favorite role of his. Uh, of, uh, of Dustin Hoffman's? <laughs> not, no, not all time, but I really do like that because I was like, it's funny that it's, it's like, hey, Dustin Hoffman, can you be like a fucking mumbling idiot? <laughs> you yeah, know, I yeah, still at this movie. age cannot tell if that's one of the greatest movies ever made or one, or, of, the worst. Or one of the worst. I don't know. I love it. So goddamn I still much. love it. I still love like especially Al Pacino as big boy Caprice. Yeah. He is acting a fucking fool in that movie so hard. I love it every time. Every time. You know, when he's like coaching the girls how to dance at the nightclub and all that. Oh. And, the, you know, big suit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my God, that fucking movie. Dude, could you imagine if we did a parody of that? Holy shit. That would first I mean, off. Would be, uh, I don't think. Do no, we don't make enough to be able to, to no. put together that stupid shit. <laughs> That'd we'll, be we'll just get the mumps. Oh, for- <laughs> okay. Um, another thing about this movie, just to start off, is that it has a fantastic fucking look. It's like, it's obviously, we're going to get into it, but very cheaply made, right? I think it was about uh, 50 grand? 60. Bu- 60 grand budget? Okay. Like, even for 1974, that is not a lot of money. And uh, it was actually given to them uh, at least a large chunk of it by the like the Texas Independent Film Commission they had going on at the time. Yeah. Remember, back in the day before Marvel, people actually wanted to give you money to make a movie. Oh, you want to make some weird movie about fucking incestuous to half, uh, you know, you know, silly in the head rednecks. All right. We can only give you 60 grand. Fuck it. We're going to make a whole um, like amazing masterpiece of horror out of it. You know, not so much the case anymore. Um, But the look of it, what they managed to do makes it even better it's almost like a mondo film like the italian uh like a you know fake documentary kind of look uh from mm-hmm. the 70s you know think about like uh, you know the cannibal holocaust and stuff like that those guys were directly influenced from this movie this movie starts slasher movies a lot of assholes are going to want to tell you it is Halloween. it's no, not well. Yes, yeah, sure. That's like for the well, uninitiated. Psycho. Psycho or Black Christmas, nineteen seventy-two. Actually, I think it was after this. But people say that that is the one. Uh, Black Christmas, directed by Bob Clark, uh, who wound up making a Christmas story. It's a Canadian <laughs> slasher film. It is really good. We've covered it way back in the day. We'll do it again, probably for this Christmas. It'd be a lot of fun. But. Oh, I love it. But there are things about the Texas Chainsaw that are so total and so influential that I would argue this is the start of slasher films. I really think this is probably the start of slasher films. I I think so. Like the genuine start. Well, it has all the tropes. As well, the slasher. It's got the um, the kids. It's got the kids. It's got cute uh, early 20s teenage girls. Yep. It's got the kid that nobody likes. The kid that nobody likes. Um, May. No, it's got the handsome one. You got May. Stop, Phil. Phil, for sure. <laughs> that is definitely yeah. Phil. And then you've also got the mask, man. And I don't mean like somebody stop me. I don't mean like literally uh, the mask. I mean like you okay. got a cool slasher movie character, a villain wearing a mask. Fucking a sick. Skin. A mask of skin. That's a good point, Phil. This is a human face. That's been ripped off of a human skull and then dried out and stitched together and slapped over a, a, another guy's face. Who's, yeah. you know, that's crazy, bro. It is crazy. It's knocking futz. 
I think it is. I I would say it's knocking futz. I would agree. I think this actually qualifies. This is definitely a knocking futz factor of like at least five. Um, yeah. So, Phil, give us the plot, baby. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to do it in my Texas voice. Some hippy-dippy greenhorns take a trip to see one of their old stomping grounds and terror awaits. <laughs> Not too shabby, and it's exactly what it's about. All right, so let's fly through, man. Give us a quick uh, a quick cast rundown. Let's not hang out here too long, but just let's get through it. What do you got? Oh, we have the main lady in the film, the, the Scream sh- Queen. There it is. Uh, Marilyn Burns, who plays Sally Hardesty. She's, She's also in Eaten Alive with Toby Hooper. Really? Yeah, hey. I like that one. Eating ain't cheating. No, it ain't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does your wife agree with that? You fucking dirty dog. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we, we should we should get her on the phone later and ask. Go on. <laughs> All right. We have Alan Danzinger as Jerry. He's also in Eggshells, uh, which is a which was Toby Hooper's first film that was made in 1969, which is about hippies and. Uh, at a house, then there's something eerie in the basement. Yeah, and I actually watched it uh, this morning before heading out to work in preparation for this. Now, I had seen this before a long time ago. Toby Hooper's first film, very college student, very hippie, very badly produced. Um, it has moments, but they're not that great, and there's not that many of them. Uh, it's just bizarre. It's fucking... It's actually not good. <laughs> like, you would not see eggshells and expect that this guy is going to wind up making the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. You'd be wrong. He did. But, yeah, eggshells. But, yeah, go on. Sorry. Okay. We have Paul A. Partain as Franklin Hardesty, the annoying wheelchair-bound brother of Sally. Can I do my favorite line from the entire movie? I want you to. Okay. <gasps> Sally, please. <laughs> it's a little much, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Okay. We have Edwin Neal as the hitchhiker. He was also in JFK as Mercer. And my boyfriend's back. Your uh, boyfriend's back? Hitch- oh, do we have to go? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, is he my drunk and mad? Is the director, Bob Balaban. <laughs> Sorry, what? My, repeat uh, the, the repeat the factoid. Okay. Um, Bob Balaban is in this. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I okay. I was talking about Edwin Neal, who plays the hitchhiker. Nubbins, I guess, would be Nubbins. Oh yeah, Nubbins, right? Yeah. Uh, well, he's in a movie called My Boyfriend's Back from 1993 as a henchman. Uh, it's a zombie film by Bob Balaban. Stop. The Bob Balaban from Christopher Guest movies. Short glasses, balding. He was also in the episodes of Seinfeld, where it's like we want to make our own show. It's about nothing, and he's like, it's "That's a show right." About he's the nothing. NBC executive. Yeah, I love Bob Balaban. He's one of my favorite he character did. actors. Is he really? Wait, he directed a fucking zombie movie called My Boyfriend's Back. I feel like I've seen that. Was that on HBO or something when we were kids? You have seen it. It's um. I think it's where, of course, this guy becomes a zombie and his mom is trying to hide that he's a zombie. So, like, anytime, like, I'm a door-to-door salesman comes, she's like, oh, come on in. And then she feeds them. Yeah. Hold on. I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. I just want to look this up real quick. Oh, my God. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. Really? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey was in it. Are you serious? No, I'm not making this up. I just Googled oh, okay. it. My boyfriend's back. <laughs> the comedy that proves true love never dies. Dude, I've seen this. I rented I've this at like... I've seen a couple times. Like I've seen this. Showtime. No, I saw this on TV as a kid. Or we like even rented it from Hollywood video. That's how old I am now. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, I've seen it a few times in my life oh that's wild dude that's fucked up okay all right bob balaban made him a bad movie (laughs) good on him dude everybody everybody's got to i'm i might try to find that later actually all right get through the cast come on we got some we got some real business to get to 
Jim Seedow as the old man of uh, Drayton Sawyer. Yep. Guys, like, oh, come in for some barbecue, and I'll give you directions where to go. Yeah, we got barbecue and uh, and uh, ginger ale, which is like. Wait, so I'm eating, but like, it's also hot as shit. Could you imagine being in a 103 degree fucking Texan heat? And the only thing you have to quench your thirst is like, and this is the 70s. You know, it was like that classic spicy Red Rock style Burner, fucking ginger yeah, ale. Red Rock, yeah. Where you're just like, God, burns. And it's warm. <laughs> yeah, and it's warm because his ice box, right? You know, the, 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 the chunk of ice delivery man hadn't been by this week. Yeah, and we can't <laughs> find our ice pick and hammer. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. All right, as Leatherface, Gunner Hanson. The look, that's who we're here to talk about. Slasher movie fans rejoice. We finally got to the man of the hour. The OG. The fucking OG himself, Gunner the Man Hanson. Which is a cool name, Gunner Hanson. And that's his real fucking name. I think he's It sounds a, like a G.I. Joe. Well, I think he Yeah, duh, yes it does. Or a wrestler. But I think Gunner is um everything's about wrestlers with you. Stop it. But it's about wrestling with me. I have no idea. I don't know. What's wrong with you? That's right. He's from Iceland. That's why his name is fucking sick yeah. as shit. Yeah. That's a fucking Viking shit, man, where they're just yeah. like... Oh, no. Yeah, you're not going to name your kid fucking Todd. Yeah. <laughs> this kid, cap gun. That's what I mean. This kid needs to fucking, like, grow up to, like, you know, like, rape and pillage the English shorelines in the fucking 1200s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Big old beard and a horned helmet. That's what I mean, man. You know, Gunner Hansen, fucking king. R.I.P. By the way, he died. Shit, we're coming up on the eighth anniversary of his death. He died November seventh, twenty fifteen, at uh, the age of sixty-eight. Oh, that's young. Yeah, pretty young. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, when you talk slasher movies, you're talking about. Gunner Hansen, you're talking about, um, uh, oh fuck, what's his name? Who played Jason Voorhees from like the fifth one, I think, onwards. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. You're talking yeah. about the big boys. You're talking about the big boys, and literally, almost always, the big boys. You know. Yep. I mean, shit. The I big boys. Yeah, I think even uh, Robert Englund. I think even he's fucking like yeah. six four. Yeah, he's he's lanky. He's a lanky little twat, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's a lanky little twat. Let Robert England. Remember, I like he, he's from the country. He's fucking from fucking England. I'm Robert England in the rock and roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, okay. So go on. Is that it for the cast? Uh, John Larroquette as the nar- uh, John Larroquette as the narrator. John fucking Larroquette again. Night court. Stripes. Stripes. He's the little like like just like the pencil necked dweeb bad guy yeah. in Stripes. And again, look, Stripes, first half of that movie, comedy gold. Second half, yeah, I don't I don't even know. I don't remember. It sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like yeah. but I love I love me some motherfucking John Larroquette, dude. That intro is a classic. Everybody loves yeah. it. In fact, um, let's play a second of it. Here's a little fact. Uh, that originally Toby Hooper wanted him to sound like Orson Welles, but he couldn't do it. And they're like, I just fuck it. You're good enough. Yeah. Well, that was a good fucking call. And he liked it more anyway. Like after he heard it, he's like, yeah, I'm glad that you did that. And instead of Orson Welles. Well, here, let's check it out for a sec. Turn your ideas into videos. Go Listen to, to that. John Larroquette's voice, man. So get good. everything you need. So good. I'm, so, I'm not paying for YouTube Premium. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, you The film which you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths. In particular, Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. It is all the more tragic in that they were young. But had they lived very, very long lives... They could not have expected, nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ugh. Fucking nailed it. Also, um... 
I don't know if you already said this, but one of my favorite factoids about uh, John Larroquette doing that is uh, he didn't expect much from the movie or anything. So he did uh, all of that for Toby Hooper for the price of a joint. One joint. So 70s. He's just like, hey, man, I'll give you like literally one of the great opening fucking narrations ever. All I want is just to get high tonight with my fucking gal pal and fucking finger each other's buttholes. I'd have been like $80 in a joint. Yeah, but that's because you're like the Jay-Z of this podcast. You're always thinking about how to fucking crush pussy, make money, love God. I'm a hustler. (laughs) You really are a hustler. Wait, that wasn't him. There's three things, though. Hustle, loyalty, respect. Money above everything is what I always say, man. Like money above your morals, money above love, money above money controls everything. Money should control everything. I actually really like our economic system as it's set up, and I think it should be a little bit meaner. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a piece of shit. You know? Me too. (laughs) Me too. Is that it for the, the, uh, the, the plot then, right? I mean, she's in the cast. Okay. Well, Phil, moving into the actual thing. Texas is a crazy concerned state, dude. Mm -hmm. It's hot. It's big. It's the opposite of my dick. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The director of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Toby Hooper, as we've mentioned, is he dead? I believe Toby Hooper's dead. I think he, I think he might have died like. Go out to Wikipedia because. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Damn oh, man, okay. they're just dropping like. Tw- he died at the age of seventy four. That's like the new thirty four. You know. <laughs> so shocking. So shocking. How did he die? Oh no. Oh uh. the fucking irony, bro. Skateboarding accident. A skateboarding accident. It chopped his head off and it rolled into a big army ant pile and they ate it. Oh, the irony. Is that irony? irony. The, oh, excuse me. The irony. We're from the South. I got to represent. Okay. So, uh, Toby Hooper is definitely on the Mount Rushmore of horror filmmakers, right? He's probably in the middle. Okay. Like Malcolm. Um, and mostly it's just for this film. Okay. Like eating alive is fucking sick. Fucking fun house is cool, but this movie is the fucking balls. But Phil, did you know about Toby Hooper's own personal run in with pure evil? Nope. I want to hear it. All right, then. Well, then I'm going to play it, dick face. Just give me a second. <laughs> uh, no, I know. You, like, set me up in a good way, and I'm just going to be negative. I'm just biding time till I can pull up the a, horror. going to be a negative night. Here's the horror ambience. And now, on July 31st, 1966, a young Marine named Charles went for a drive. He was running errands like any other day, but on this day... He had a plan a little more unusual than normal. First, he stopped by the 7-Eleven convenience store and bought a pair of binoculars and a can of Spam. Nectar of the gods, as it was known in Texas at the time. Then he picked up his wife, Kathy, who had finished a shift as a telephone operator. You know, just like plugging in the holes and all that. Yes, sir. One second, sir. After taking her home, he swung by a local cafeteria in Austin to have a nice late lunch with his dear old mama. Then he went home and sat down and wrote his suicide note. Here's what it said. I do not understand what it is that compels me to type this letter. Perhaps it is to leave some vague reason for the actions I have recently performed. I do not really understand myself these days. I am supposed to be an average, reasonable, and intelligent young man. However, lately, I cannot recall when it started, I have been a victim of many unusual and irrational thoughts. These thoughts constantly recur, and it requires a tremendous mental effort to concentrate on useful and progressive tasks. 
Just after midnight, he drove to his mother's home and stabbed her in the heart. After covering her with bed sheets, he drove back home and murdered his wife. Later that morning, on August 1st, 1966, he drove to the University of Texas, Austin campus, told a security guard that he was a research assistant there to deliver equipment. He climbed the clock tower and over the course of an hour and a half, shot dozens of people, killing 14 and injuring a further 31 before being shot dead by a cop by the name of Houston McCoy. Scab, Phil. Some cops apparently aren't bastards. Take a note, Uvalde. Anyways, the reason I bring this up, this terrifying mass shooting that's almost 60 years old, is uh, Toby Hooper was a young student at the university, and he was there that day. And he saw people shot right in front of his fucking face before he hid back in the hallway of the school. It stayed with him forever. So Toby Hooper was, he was no stranger to, uh, well, as uh, Donald Pleasance would say, pure evil. Yes. Um, Terrible doctor. Terrible doctor. We've said this before. We have to say it every Halloween. Dr. Loomis from the first Halloween, the original 1978 Halloween, the John Carpenter classic, is the worst fucking psychiatrist who has ever walked this earth. Yep. I mean, he's like, we can't help him. We have to kill him. <laughs> he said he needs to be shot until he's dead. I want him to look like Swiss cheese. <laughs> he should have just given him a fucking Tommy gun at the end of that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Pleasance with a Tommy gun would look so cool. Dude, I want to look like Donald Pleasance with a Tommy gun. Okay? That's how fucking oh, cool that dude is. In the time. I guess by the end of our lives, if we live long enough, we all kind of, especially white people, we all kind of turn into Donald Pleasance. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you're a woman. Even if you're women kind of go there first. They keep the hair, but their bodies, they're Irish women. uh, I mean, my God, you know, hey, it's it's Halloween, but I'm not trying to fucking shit my pants from fright. Talk about yeah. Irish people. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the monsters. All right, Phil, let's discuss. What is your history with this movie? Um, I actually saw. You're kind of a late was, comer, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> this was something like <laughs> I would see a little bit of as a kid, but never like watched the whole thing. Uh, like as a kid, I. It was mainly like. TCM2 was the one I saw like the most as a kid. That's so weird. Really? Yeah. And I really didn't see TCM1 until like the uh, probably like in the past like 15 years is like the first like time I actually like watched the whole thing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Why? Was it that TCM2, which is more of a horror comedy? Mm -hmm. um, Is it that? that was played on what was that played on like how was it that oh, you saw the showtime. sequel Show to, okay. showtime and stars would like have it on at night and i'm like oh boy i think i remember that, that. and the shitty well i'm i mean after two who gives a fuck but it was the one with matthew mcconaughey and the Renee's- fourth one yeah, where Matthew McConaughey has like a robotic leg. That's one of the worst movies I ever saw. And oh, it has Renee Zellweger. Uh, yeah, yeah. And a yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that that is horrendous. We're never <laughs> going to do that movie. <laughs> we don't we we don't need to. And then the third one was like Vigo Mortensen. Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vigo. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, sure. I, I I actually now you just you you remembered me something, boy. I think I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel, TCM2. I think I saw that before this one. I was about 13 or 14, and I was at Blockbuster with my mama. And I was like, I want to watch a horror movie. You know, again, starting at the age of like seven, I was just like, I I was like, I want to see movies where people's fucking arms and 
tits are being ripped off. <laughs> like, yeah. I just wanted to see violent stuff, uh, you know. Um, and I had the classic boomer parents where they were like, I don't care. This will shut you the fuck up. So they yeah, just, just, get him, just get him a pizza too. We'll, yeah, get we'll, him a pizza, send him to his room with Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, you know, <laughs> like they didn't care. Yeah. Um, and he won't come out till tomorrow morning. Like, I want breakfast. Exactly. And then later they were like, why are you so dark? It's like, what do you think, fucker? You <laughs> yeah, sent me, you, you know, you sent me all these. <laughs> Or porn films. That's what I mean. So I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 first, and I I did not like it. To this day, I don't really care for that movie. Um, I don't think it's funny enough to be... I don't think the, the comedy part of that horror comedy is not funny enough to me, and the horror part of the horror comedy is not scary enough to me. So it just falls in this shitty middle to me, to be honest. Okay. Uh, and I'm sorry to people who are big fans, Phil. I'm sorry to you. I know. That's, I know. Uh, you know, you're allowed to have an opinion. Used to be. Yep. Used to be before Antifa. <laughs> yep. You could say Good how you felt about a horror movie and not be killed by BLM. Yeah, and Joe Budden. And Joe Budden. He killed me. President Joe Budden stabbed my face till I died. He should run. Joe Budden? Yeah. Hell, anybody can now. Um, At this point. But when I was, so I was like, well, I guess the Texas Chainsaw sucks because I saw the second one and it just didn't do it for me, okay? Um. But then when I was 15 or 16, my parents got a, like the big cable package, you know, and it was IFC, I think, the independent film channel, you know, always on, slightly off. You remember IFC? Yes. And they were playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, the first one, over and over, and I watched it, and... I was like 15, 16. That did it. I was, that was it. I was, I knew two things were true in this world. Punk rock is the greatest music ever. Three things. Punk rock is the greatest music ever. My parents suck. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably the great American horror film. Like just right then, dude, it was so fucked up. It's so frightening. You know, uh, are you there? I am there. I was listening to you. You polite son bitch. Thank you. Well, you know, that's the southern thing. It really is. I mean, again, like we showed you in the opening of the, the this week's episode, you know, I mean, the South does get a bad rap. And uh, this is a movie that does not really doesn't really help uh, uh, our case when we try and say, hey, Southerners aren't just a bunch of inbred psychopaths. Yeah, I mean, well, there's the movie The Deliverance. Wait. It's just called Deliverance. Uh, well, there's the movie Deliverance. Oh, wait. Okay. No, that's you know, a good that one. Biased? Wait, that was the... That's the thing. This is... You're right. Okay, so we should touch on the fact that there are subgenres within subgenres, right? So, like, horror movies, you get slashers. Within slashers, you get, like, the crazy redneck down home southern fucking slasher you know that's where you get like uh what was the one with the big fat redneck who squealed like a pig uh hotel hell was no that no oh. um the one with the big it was like slaughterhouse or whatever was it called slaughterhouse it might have been it was like a big giant bearded redneck it was in the yeah, 80s that would squeal. yeah and he would squeal yeah, what was that yeah, okay, so you get that text chainsaw being the granddaddy of them all. Um, yeah, this movie to this day, oh, it's so fucking exciting to watch. Even the opening where it's just like the photos with that weird... Yeah, I love that so yeah. much. It's so creepy. It's like, what is that supposed to be? Like a screen door that has bad hinges? Well, actually, a lot of the score was done with really weird like really exciting kind of experiments sonically speaking like they were taking for some of those sounds like a pane of glass 
and like a string from a from like an oboe and just like stretching it slowly across the edge of the glass and and stuff like that like it's like the, for this movie they really tried so many different fucking uh tactics to get to 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 creep you out you know yes yes Oh, uh, the other thing, uh, the creepy, like, in the intro of it, where there's, like, that crazy drunk old man. Oh, who just, like, like leans back in the tire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. That's something to see when you like, all right, we're going to go visit my grandpappy's grave. Yeah, I mean, that's Texas, though. To be honest, oh, you might not. Oh, you're from Georgia, so you don't really know. Texas. Like Texas with a lot more trees. Well, yeah, but there are certain traditions in Texas that you probably just don't you you, you never learned about. Um, one of them is that you have to sit in a tire in a field when you turn sixty-seven, get shit housed on fucking white lightning, mm-hmm. and then you'll trip and you'll see, you know apparitions you'll see apparitions and sprats and fairies and goblins pepsi <laughs> you'll see yep did you say pepsi yeah it just said sprite so mm-hmm. do you want to finish this episode because we've been doing really good in the past okay. 90 seconds you just like fucking 9 my shit dude all right well then i will become 9 12 where we where the we day after like, it's time to rebuild time to buck up. Yeah. fucking buck up bucko short film available now <laughs> on the channel um okay so i guess we can just get into some factoids you want to do factoids yeah well let me play let me play well okay then let me play the factoid song all right all right here we go let's do it a little factoids factoids all right, Phil's got us some uh, factoids from beyond the scenes. But again, Tekka Wayne, it's the special episode. He's got factoids from beyond the screams. Phil, take us away, baby. All right, well, we talked about Christmas earlier. Uh, this is, uh, well, around Christmas time, Toby Hooper, Toby Hooper yeah, was Toba Hooper. Toby <laughs> Hooper was was inspired by a Christmas shopping crowd. Uh, he he was shopping in 1972. He was like, God, there's so many fucking people here. They're getting my fucking nerves. And so he's walking down an aisle and he sees a display rack for chainsaws. And he's just standing there going like, what if I just, what if I just grabbed one of these and turned it on just to get my, just to get the fuck out of here. Just, just to make the crowd move. Just started killing people. Like, yeah, he, he thought yeah. that would be a, a way to handle his. Uh, hey, I'm just going by what Toby Hooper said. I know, but it just sounds like that's not a way to handle stuff. But I, but I do get the energy there. You know, Christmas shopping is such a pain. You know, and that's coming up. It, but thank God for Amazon. Yeah, but. You know, I try not to support massive conglomerates where they just ship it to your house. That's why I shop at like, you know, Walmart. Target and Walmart. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, I just like small businesses. I feel like yeah. Walmart eventually is just going to be like eventually. the mom and pop shop <laughs> that we have left. Like, Walmart. Well, like, look, I got small bookstores in my little hippy dippy progressive neighborhood in Atlanta I just moved to, but the last neighborhood I lived in. The mom and pop shop we had, bookstore wise, the only bookstore was Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. And we supported it. Oh, yeah. You went in there, got your book and a scone. We get a book, a scone, and a copy of Coneheads on Blu ray. <laughs> they better have DVDs in a bookstore. Can you imagine Sconeheads? <laughs> <laughs> we are crumbly biscuit thingies. <laughs> bakery, we come from bakery. <laughs> They're not that good. <laughs> yeah, they kind of suck. They suck. They're really dry. I don't like them. I've never had a great scone. Never. I've never. No. No. I've never had. A I've good never. Wow. Is this? Is it the? Ha, is it the Heckaween episode where we finally realize 
scones kind of fucking blow chunks dude they're too fucking dry it's like you have to have like a gallon of milk to eat two that's what i'm saying yes to be honest like you're I, eating I, a sponge yes yes yeah Ugh. okay scones suck bam mark it off all right next fact uh the dinner scene it had to be shot in like a whole day because the guy who did uh the guy who was who played the grandpa which sorry i did not do his name john duggan he had to wear a lot of makeup to play the old man not bad old old grandpa sawyer so he was like we're not doing this for two days i we get this done today and we go the fuck home and come back tomorrow i'm not wearing this shit again this is terrible dude uh, for the uh, for the thing we just for the intro to this episode for this this uh, this month's special episode, uh, Philip had to wear the uh, the Leatherface mask. Yeah, and between each take, he was ripping it off, and I kept being like, "Do not put that mask on until we're about to go," because you could just see it. He was soaked in sweat immediately. And it was like 75 outside. Yeah, so good point. So imagine like 10 times that around your whole fucking body in Texas in the middle of the summer. Hey, boy, I don't want to picture it. I want to be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. uh, Well, like you said, it was Texas and there was excessive heat. And also they were using like uh, for all the blood and the organs were like animal organs so you can imagine how stinky it was getting probably pretty stinky probably pretty yeah. that was probably a stinky fucking house the sawyer house that goddamn month i'd have burned it afterwards yeah you know what i mean i know what you mean Vern. all right so let's step it up here just go to the next based giga chad fact i don't want to hear any bullshit facts in between We've got like okay. we've got like a couple more left. Let's do that. So break okay. it down. I well, want the goods. Gunnar Hansen had to since he didn't have like a speaking role and you didn't see his face, he had to go to his friend's hog farm to learn like the squills and stuff of the pigs. <laughs> and he also went to a mental institution in Austin to study the um, like the movements like the, of the mentally ill movements and stuff of the mentally ill. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I fucking, I mean, that's awesome. And he got great shit out of that. Um, but I, I almost feel bad. Well, I, I, well, hold on. I feel bad for the mentally ill anyways, but like yeah. they're in there trying to, I don't know, come back to some sanity and then some gigantic, fucking nord comes in he's like yeah i want to study you because you're very scary (laughs) (laughs) that's got to make you feel good you know (laughs) yep that's really cool though that's amazing yeah hello you know and it's funny gunner hansen didn't really do much else after this i don't think so i think it was in like one or two lower but like low budget slashers yeah i'm looking it up right now and gunner let's see let's see he did, yeah, bullshit after this. He played Professor Peckinpah in The Demon Lover. It doesn't even have a link. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers in 88. So, like, between 1974 and 1988, he was in three movies. And yeah. none of them, you you could not name the other two. Um no. Yeah. You're like the uber fucking fan. Guy. Unless you're the uber fan who just has to do that, which, I mean, let's be honest, you and I don't fucking fall into that category when it comes no, to that. I've tried, but I'm like, I don't know. Some of this is just shit. Yeah, man. I don't know. Again, I think Star Wars and Marvel has shown me the true face of like toxic fandom. And I got to be honest, oh, yeah. anybody who's that into anything sucks. 
<laughs> that well, I have to watch all the Gunnar Hansen movies. Why? You see the comments on like fucking wrestling pages. It's like Jesus, go outside, you bunch of losers. Have you seen the comments on any page? Anything. Somebody's <laughs> like, hey, I just made this cool new uh, brownie, and we're selling it at the uh, at the you know the the thing for the blood drive next week, and people are like, you're a fucking deep state shill, cunt. Fascist, <laughs> yeah, fascist. There's that. I, it all sucks, but we're not here yeah. to talk about that. What else you got? And I uh, want just, just the ooey gooey factoids, well, Phil. The title that they came up with first was Head Cheese, and then Leatherface. Well, T- uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre name came a week before shooting because the uh, they talked to like. What is it like MPA? No, like the they talked to the producers and they're like, we need something that somebody can read and go, oh, <laughs> that's what it's about. Right. Instead of yeah. head cheese, head cheese is like almost a good name because it's the grossest name. But it still has like an artsy vibe to it to where you're like, oh, head cheese, head cheese. I, I do know it's a gross thing that people eat, but. You might not, though. I didn't know what head cheese was till I saw this fucking movie and, and uh, Nubbins was referencing head cheese. I didn't fucking know. I didn't grow up eating that shit. I grew up eating hot dogs and beans every night, right? I say, like, I don't think even my dad ate that as a kid. Again, that sounds more out west than fucking yeah. Georgia for sure. Um,. Also, Leatherface, great fucking name for a bad for a baddie. I don't know exactly what it says for a horror movie, right? In 1974, Leatherface, you could be, Leatherface, you could be like, oh, it's a movie called Leatherface. I guess it's about a very old person. Yeah, it's about an old lady, like, uh, like an old guy and everybody- who has like, smoked since five. Yeah, it's about Charles Bukowski and everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, the original Leatherface. <laughs> exactly. Um, versus you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that says. I mean, if you ask a follow up question, you're a. F- the only follow up question you should have to that title is, how much are the tickets? You know what I mean? Like it yeah. says everything you need right there. It doesn't, and it does not let you down. Yeah. Um. Give us one final factoid, and then we got to wrap up, man. We're, All right. we're well. Long let's talk it. about an iconic scene from the movie, the butt shot. Did you know that that shot almost did not happen because, again, the fucking uh, the head honcha, uh, the the producer. We're like, eh, this is a wasted shot. It has nothing to do with any of like the storyboards and all that. And Toby Hooper was like, nah, we're doing it. And guess what? He proved him fucking wrong. It's the it's the most iconic shot from the movie. Yes. Like, look, the shot where Leatherface is first revealed and then whacks the guy over the head with the hammer. Like classic fucking shaking. shot. Yeah, and his feet start... Always disturbing to me is like, there's not a lot of blood in that movie, but when the guy's on the ground, like, and his feet shaking and all that, it's like, oh, his brain's going bleh. No, oh, 100%. No, no, no. That's that's the most disturbing shot. Maybe even more than uh, when What's-Her-Name gets hung up on the meat hook. Yeah. But, But the butt shot... Everybody knows it. It's like cinematic language now, that shot. We parodied it for this. Yeah. Or it was just like my fucking chunky white boy butt. <laughs> you know, Another type. band. Chunky white boy butt. That's going to be... That's that's like just studio only. Like we never tour. And we're yeah. like the Beatles. People are like, what the fuck? You got to tour. And we're like, no, no, no. We like our little room with we're, our recording devices. We're just going to do it that way, isn't we? Like, we're, we're, the, we're the fucking chunky white boy butts, isn't we now? I'm going to write a stupid song. But uh, I love the butt shot. It's it's also so funny that producers in the seventies were like, "What are you doing, showing this this gorgeous woman's butt in a horror movie? Nobody wants that." It's like especially coming from a producer. Well, Phil, no, no. The point I'm making is, it was before they realized just how much sex. And violence sells in a horror movie. They just didn't know yet, bro. Like, they didn't realize until Halloween 
you know, not with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, lover to death, but with uh, like PJ Souls. Everybody fell in love with her, right? Uh, the sex scenes in it are very tame, obviously, in Halloween. You don't see them happening, really. But like that onwards, especially Friday the 13th, that's when it's just like, bam, 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 bam dude. Beating it up, dude. Yeah. All right. So is that it for factoids? That's it for Fact Toys Beyond the Screen. Okay, well, then let's wrap it up. Uh, Phil, what do you give the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I'll give it a 100. Out of 1,000? Oh, that sucks. All right. Uh, <laughs> you never know. You never know with me. I uh, give it infinity. Okay, but you give it 100 out of 100. Yeah. That's a fucking 100%. Oh, I know. Again... I'm an American. I always give it 110%. But uh, look, man, I, I guess it just means I like it more than you, you know? I, I guess you do. You saw it before I did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I saw it before you. I was here first. Yeah. I was big into the one where... The shitty second one? But there's the big fight on top of, like, the amusement park mountain. Yeah. Yeah, the Matterhorn, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking do. Man, I do not like that movie. I don't know. But I, was we'll, gonna, I was like, get him, Dennis Hopper. How about this? We'll revisit it soon, and maybe I'm wrong. I'll be, I'll be ready and willing to admit if I'm wrong, I'm okay? Gonna, but I'm going to say, if you go back to the old episode of it, you seem to like it. Did I? Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, I, have I said the word hate? I don't think so, but you weren't that, like... There were criticisms, but it wasn't like the criticism that you had tonight. Oh, we interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, we'll. I promise we'll revisit that and we'll do a parody I'll at some out, point. Bro. Right, call me out. Hey, I'm tough but fair, okay? Bro, I'm all about open dialogue, bro. That's like my shit, dude. I'm a classical liberal. Yeah. Okay, people. Okay. I'm also a Bill Maher fan. Okay, people. Okay. Uh, join us next time right here. Where, oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah, I give it 110. You give it 100. I like it more. That's right. <clears throat> Join us next time right here where we're going to be doing a deep dive into the works of, we brought him up a couple times, John Carpenter. All right, that's going to be, of course, after Halloween. And this week on Movie Podcast Now Plus, we'll be listening to the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack. Be sure to join us there at patreon.com forward slash PMTM. Link is in today's description. And hey, be safe out there this heck you boys and ghouls. You just be gonna, safe. You're going to cough. Okay, be safe. Okay. All right. Love you, Phil. Love you, too. And I love this movie. I love this movie, too. And I love us. I love us. And we love y'all. We love y'all. What is the the fuck? I got a mouse in my pocket to say your own stuff. All right. Uh, You don't have a mouse in your pocket. You have a locket. I don't know what that means. That's a Dr. Seuss book. I've got a locket in my pocket. Okay. Did we just get Dr. Seuss canceled? Uh, you've just been seussed. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>